0: Putting the ain't in saint, you're listening to Canada's most listened to spiritual talk show. And now here's your host, Drew Marshall.
1: A million footsteps, this left foot drags behind my right, I keep walking. Daybreak
2: till falling night. days turn into weeks and years, and years turn into lifetimes. Just keep walking, like I've
1: been walking for a thousand years. Walk away in emptiness, walk away in sorrow. Walk away from yesterday, walk away tomorrow.
2: Walking to escape escape from your affliction you'll be walking in a great circle in a circle of addiction
3: all right folks we're back you're listening to the Drew Marshall show of course streaming live at drewmarshall.ca and uh, streaming live at drewmarshall.ca on the uh, Mind Joy radio app in iTunes or Google Play and across the GTA on uh, AM 1250 Joy Radio thanks for tuning in we are into our uh, next segment Called Camino Confessions, Pilgrims' Party Line Part One, The Oldies. (laughs) I'm so ingenious. Well, as most of you know, I recently walked over a thousand kilometers on an ancient pilgrimage called the Camino de Santiago from France across Spain to the Atlantic, including a couple of detours and uh, little extra trails and things, and spent three months uh, in a vow of silence. And since I've been back, though, I've been finding it really hard to explain this enormously enlightening experience. Uh, So I decided to call up some of the pilgrims I met along the way, and uh, today is uh, our good friend David. And uh, David, you're from the UK originally. What part? I was born in London. Right. And what's that? Now, is that a big city, London? There's (laughs) lots of people there, is there? Yes, there's one or two. Yeah. Yeah, There's one or two. Yeah. And also uh, on the line with us, uh, the phone line, first of all, is uh, Martin, and uh, Martin is my... um, my new German buddy. I don't know, Martin, can I call you that? Is that? Am I allowed to call you that? You're allowed to call me that. Okay. <laughs> right. Martin, thanks for joining us, man. And uh, also on Skype, all the way from Israel, Elisheva. Elishiva, can you hear us okay?
4: Yes, I'm here. Beautiful. Oh, you
3: sound quite nice, too. That's lovely. Um, we were commenting earlier that when we said we've got a pilgrim from uh, from Germany and a pilgrim from Israel on the phone, it sounded like the start of a bad joke. <laughs> But uh, it's not a joke. Both these two people uh, meant a lot to me on uh, on the way. Uh, Elshieva, I want to start with you. Do you remember the first, our first encounter?
4: Absolutely. I think it was uh, the first day of the Camino. Uh, we were actually sharing the same uh, hostel at the Saint-Jean, the Pied-de-Port. It's a very small village which is... Uh, for many, many pilgrims, I think it's the first uh, spot of the Camino hmm. so i think I think it was the breakfast when we met right and i I was actually positive that you 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 can't hear so I I'm was sorry you what I was absolutely <laughs> I was absolutely sure that you can't hear because you didn't speak
3: <laughs> right I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> so being a trust jerk me. you're lucky yeah I know Martin got it. I could hear him giggling in the background. <laughs> And
4: so I I tried to 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 sign to you like in a in a sign language. You, yeah. you remember that? Yeah,
3: I do. I do. I thought you were swearing at me. You know, <laughs> 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 you know what? I was so enamored with you. I mean, I still am, but um, because you were the first person to really make an effort to communicate with me. I I had a, a roommate named uh, Franck. Uh, that was my first. Me- <laughs> remember, I wrote about Franck. And no, the- I just suddenly <laughs> thought of that. What, the sound of Silent, music? Saturday Night Live, you know, Hans oh, and Franz. Hans and Franz. Yeah, are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you no, it was Frank. Um, and Frank and I had, you know, a, a brief little conversation before we went to bed in separate beds. Um, <laughs> And then uh, downstairs <laughs> at breakfast, this lady at the far end of the table just starts talking to me like I'm her best friend in the world. And then you couldn't get rid of me. How long did I walk with you for? Elisheva? I think we walked together something like three
4: days, right?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it was. A m- tell everyone what I was like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you were not talking, but I think you you were the most communicative person in in the area because you know you get to meet a lot of people uh, when you walk, and you know with some people you talk, with some people you find less uh, common ground to speak to, but with you it was unbelievable unbelievable because although you didn't talk you just wanted to communicate all the time and the communication with you was not easy because Why? you didn't talk
3: oh i see right yeah 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 yep
4: yeah but 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 you i think you got out of me the story of my life just by you know texting so it's uh it's, it was uh, incredible.
3: Yeah, just writing out on the notepad uh, my, my questions. You know, I hate texting, so I didn't have any digital, I didn't have any data. Is it data or data? Do it. Does anybody know?
0: Um, depends on which <laughs> side of the pond
3: you're okay, from. Okay, all right. My phone was not hooked up to anything, so it was just writing notes in the notepad. Uh, but it, because I hate typing uh, on a computer or a phone, it forced me to be very concise with my questions. And I wasn't about to ask, you know, what kind of car do you drive? Yeah. <laughs> <Like, laughs> So I got into some, you know, some good questions fairly soon off the bat, and Elisheva, I discovered that you and I were born the same year. True story.
4: Yes, that's right. Yeah, both of us, plus my my best friend who I was making the Camino with, Sarah, were celebrating our fifties.
3: So you know, here's all these these three, you know, fifty year old punks walking along the Camino and reflecting <laughs> on life, right? So it was quite interesting, and uh, you know, yeah. there there were tears and there were, there was were some real. Just real good conversation. So thank you for that, Elisheva.
4: By all means, I thank you.
3: Well, there's another guy on the line that we've got to talk to as well. I don't really want to, but he's on the line anyway. <laughs> Martin, uh, you and I sort of got connected at the end of the Camino, really. Uh, we were a few days outside of Santiago, maybe two two days, something like that. Absolutely. And we were staying at one of the nicest albergues ever in the entire Camino for me anyway and this guy walks by I'm in the building and I see this guy walk by and to be honest I kind of went Ugh, I want the place to myself so I told him where the other albergue was
1: <laughs> exactly. exactly.
3: you sent me down the wrong way I said I'm down the road I said yeah just because I pointed I said you know anyway it's all you got to do when you're not talking point but he came back like the cat he just came back and then that night Dude, we had just an incredible conversation. Again, I use that in quotes with me typing and and you sharing. And then in Santiago, we saw each other in the in the cathedral, and you came up to me and and uh, and then the next day we made a, a lunch date, and we just tore life apart, man. I mean, it was brilliant conversation and you're stuck with me for the rest of your life sorry about that
0: i think i think it's the longest lunch that i've ever had in my (laughs) life i think we sat there for four hours yep yeah and it's not because you were typing slowly but uh but it was just yeah it was just so i think we touched on pretty much anything and everything in life yeah so that was really really rich and very authentic yeah. So thank you very much for that opportunity.
3: No, well, it's, it's mutual for sure. Um, and that's, for me, that's what the Camino was was all about. You know, as I try to explain, and David, you would realize this. By the way, David uh, Underhill is here beside me. Uh, David, this is Ella Shiva. Pleased to meet yeah. you, Ella Shiva. And, uh Nice to meet you, too. And this is Martin, of course. Hi, Martin. Hello. Um, David, you would know this as well. Um, you stay at a fancy place and the people are jerks. You had a bad experience. You stay at a... Average place, and the people are amazing. You have a great experience. Mm-hmm. It's always about the people and the mm-hmm. stories. The, the 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 sharing of one's journey on the Camino is the Camino.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Would you not
3: say? Yeah, yeah. And it's I don't know.
2: People open up on the Camino. Why uh, though? Yeah. Uh, it's because they're uh, I I guess they're alone. Firstly, most people are alone, um, and even if they're Traveling with a couple, you tend to split and talk to others, and you just open up. People, no one, no one asks you, you know, what do you do for a living? That doesn't come into the conversation. It really doesn't
3: come in until uh, unless you're with someone for a few days, and eventually it might come out. It, it right? It might
2: but come out indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. But p- people, the, the, to my experience, the usual thing is, well, where did you start? Uh, did you know? <laughs> people like to know. You, how come I haven't seen you before? Yeah. Did, did you just begin? <laughs> And, and if you're traveling at the same speed, then you kind of become a family because whether you walk with them during the day, you're going to sleep with them at, at night and eat with them, and that's when a lot of the conversations take
3: place. Right, right. Well, um, uh, Martin, let me ask you this question. What's it been like for you since you've been back from the Camino explaining to people about what just happened in your life? How's that been for you? I think it was one of my
0: biggest worries, actually, to come back because you have you you, you spend this time and uh, you 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 fill up your tank with so many impressions and so many ideas and 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 you're full of life and you're bubbling all over and 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 you, and you maybe even tend to find some answers to to questions that you to, that you came with and then you say well how can I transport this back and and so this was in fact this was one of my biggest worries actually that um in in the, in the first place, actually, I thought, well, maybe I'm not going to find any answers. Uh, and I'm not sure that I found a lot of answers, but uh, but uh, I found a lot of good questions at least mm. but uh, um, but how do you transport this energy back when you when you've spent time with people that share exactly the same thing that you are sharing, and then you come home and and you see your people your your family, your friends again that have not been there? and uh, and and so you're so I was very very afraid of this of a disconnect and and it w- it was quite it was quite strange actually because uh it, it's like someone told me actually that when you walk the community you you you, you create a new diary of uh, uh, of or a new address book yeah. hmm. uh, you have you have people you have people that completely understood everything that I was saying, and you had a lot of people who just looked at me and said uh, what <laughs> you know, just yeah couldn't couldn 't get it so uh so there was so there was a fear uh and and you know coming back home, realizing also that there are some people who just wouldn't understand um yeah, I was afraid of that, I was afraid that it would also mean that maybe you know I would move away from i wouldn't be less uh, i would be left close to to some people uh than uh,
3: uh than before leaving right Elasheva, how was your experience coming back
0: well,
4: you know obviously we are we were not mm, normal pilgrims because we're not christians so the reason for us going on the camino was not religious it was more of a how should i say maybe spiritual or adventure and we as i said we were celebrating you know our 50th -hmm. and me and sarah are friends from for i think 37 years now so Um, I think it was more of a celebration of our friendship in our 50s and, you know, the kids are all grown up now so we were, it's like, it was this kind of an, you know, retaking our independence back and we were both backpacking uh, when we were young in South America so it was going back again to backpacking and it was just a great, great, great journey experience meeting a lot of people Mm. it was a great sense of freedom and i have to say that coming back was we were for on the camino for about a month and coming back was quite uh depressing because you know after such a total different experience out of routine out of you know your normal life you have to Simply go back to you know to to everything to work to to cooking to everything. It was not easy at all. I think for both of us, it took for both of us. I think like a month to settle back in. Yeah, yeah, and get out of the depression.
3: Well, it's interesting you say that. So I want to ask all three of you this question. Help me understand this because this is why you guys are on the show, right? It's not. I don't care about your journeys. It's about me. Okay, <laughs> so. Here's the thing. There's a part of me that thinks the Camino is is almost the epitome of of narcissism. It's almost the epitome of selfishness because you're going it's your Camino. And your Camino, you're going to get up when you want, really. Travel as walk as far as you want, stay wherever you want, walk with whoever you want, walk by yourself if you want. Really it's your agenda for an entire month. And when you get back, next thing, you know, other people's agendas matter. They don't matter at all when you're on the Camino. Do you understand my selfish uh, phrasing here, uh, uh, David, when I'm talking about the Camino? Or are you just looking at me like I'm three sheets of the wind? No, you may may well be three sheets <laughs> to the wind, but you're covering it well. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh,
2: I think I think the Camino. That's selfishness. Uh, getting up in the morning for me is the highlight. F- putting my things in that pack putting that pack on my shoulders, walking out the door, everything I need in my world is there in that little pack, and off I go. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: I think it's not a totally selfish... I understand what you're saying, and what you say is, is is true and correct, but I've met many... You know, you've got this broken into the oldies, and you yeah. presumably youngies, and that, in my experience, is not the way the Camino works, because who you travel with is not determined by your age, it's determined by... Who who starts about the same time and walks at about the same mm-hmm. speed right, right. and wants to go about the same distance each day. <laughs> and all the, when I look at my Facebook and address book that I have over the four Caminos, I have more young friends than older friends because right. they, you know, you like a parent, but you're not a parent and you don't have that baggage. But, they they want to talk to you. They, they want they to talk some to the problems. old man with the
3: white beard. Yeah, they you yeah, know so <laughs> it's
2: they, and it's all I find that's beautiful. Yeah. So it's not totally
3: selfish. You give back all sure. the time. That's what the Caminos about. Sure, Martin. Back. Martin, what about you uh, with this whole selfish comment that I you know I'm trying to wrestle in my own head.
0: Well, um, I, I have to agree with David. I think it's not it's not it's not that selfish. It is selfish, but it is uh, selfish for for good cause. I would say. Uh, it's uh, to, to, to me this uh, this thing that david just explained um, i i i experienced it in a quite similar way in fact getting up and 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 preparing the the uh, the backpack to to be ready to me um someone just before i i did this walk uh an orthodox uh, a monk actually he he read to me a a passage in the bible and i'm i'm not at all I'm not at all a religious person, you know, but he shared to me uh, this uh, passage on on Lazarus, you know, and 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 it says, you know, there's a key phrase in it, rise and walk, you know. You and and the nice thing on a camino is in fact you have yellow arrows, so you have a direction in which you can walk. So so you don't have to worry about um direction in life, you know, you just follow the follow the damn arrows, you know. It's it's and you can focus on just rising up and being ready to walk and and be in a movement, yeah. And once you're in the movement, you are automatically in synergy with a community of like-minded people, and and so uh, so, so yes, you can walk by yourself, and then you make it a whole selfish thing, maybe. But it's very very hard not to be in communion or not to be in communication with uh, the people that you walk with.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, that's well said. Well said. Again, folks, you are listening to the Drew Marshall Show, and uh, we are on the line with uh, some folks that I met on the Camino de Santiago. Uh, first of all, Elisheva is from uh, Israel, and uh, Martin is a, is a German, but he's living... You're in France, are you not?
0: Yes, in Toulouse, yeah.
3: Okay. And, of course, David Underhill in the studio with us, and, and David was the guy that really helped, uh, helped me prepare for this even from the point of view of finding the right hiking boots so thanks david um and uh, martin you would appreciate the fact that david turned me on to some german <laughs> yes. some german hiking boots so
0: okay. uh. not, not only because of that but because also because of my experience that i had with hiking boots on the camino oh that's
3: right well, share 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 everyone your experience with hiking boots on the camino
0: yeah it, it was in fact it was in in, in a monastery uh, and it had just snowed, and I, I had woken up in, in the morning, and I saw the snow, I thought it was just beautiful, and I said, okay, let's, let's get going, and I, I walked downstairs, and I realized that someone stole my hiking boots. <laughs> someone someone in the monastery on a pilgrimage stole the tool that is necessary to be a pilgrim. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's sort of you know it it's just kind of brought back reality on yeah. you know even even a path of pilgrimage is it's real life I mean real life is there with you all the time
3: yeah know? the yeah. Cu- the kumbaya bubble was <laughs> burst at that moment <laughs> <laughs> boom
0: probably the guy that read in that Bible verse
3: yes yeah uh, it was Elisheva can you can you share with me I mean here's the question that people ask I think the most well no David mm-hmm. you told me people don't ask this so I'm, I want to come back to you on this in a minute but. In my experience, I didn't have a problem asking it, um, and I didn't, and I heard it all the time. But why are you on the Camino? Why are you doing the Camino? Um, and and I'm going to ask all three of you what why you do the Camino or why you did the Camino. David, you've done it a few times, and look, I know your stories personally, Martin, Sheva, and you share as much as you feel comfortable with, um, because I'm not at you know it's not. It's not an Oprah here. We're not looking for your guts to be spilled all over the place. Um, but having said that, if you'd like to spill your guts, we'd be happy to hear them. <laughs> so, Sheva, why why did you do the Camino? Just because you were turning 50 and it was a time to party with your friend for a month?
4: I think probably that's part of it. I mean, for sure. Uh, I think when you're turning 50 think it's a big, um, you know, landmark in your life and you want to to do something meaningful and uh, you're scared of getting old and you want to probably, you know, see if you can go back to what you did in, you know, when you were young and as I said, we were backpacking uh, in south america so we really looked for something that uh, you know would be going back to what we really loved when we were young hmm. and we were really scared i was we were both of us we were not sure that we can you know physically make make it because it's not easy
3: wait tell everyone how you did the camino you broke it up into a few sections you started right. off you start off by
4: <laughs> we started uh, by a week walking and then we went for one week biking, which was
1: hell. terribly
4: difficult, <laughs> like from hell. <laughs> and then we went for one week on horses, which was
3: hell for the horses. Not,
4: yeah, it was not easy at all. So, yeah, I mean, we were really scared that we are not going to be able to do it. And I remember telling Sarah all the time you know what? If something happens, we can always take a bus. You know, we can always, you know, schlep ourselves from one village to another by <laughs> bus <laughs> if, if we're too, t- <laughs> you know, if we're too sore or whatever. And I'm, um, we were so proud eventually to finish yeah. uh, the the Camino without even for once taking a bus. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's like you're testing yourself right. if you're still. Yeah, if you're still young,
3: right, right, and and uh, uh, Martin, your reason as as comfortable as you want to explain it for doing the Camino. Yeah,
0: for me it was it, it was really quite simple. So I'm not 50 yet, so maybe I'm not asking those kind of questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, you're not even, even that even far. <laughs> hap- come on, even come though on. It, it will happen in a month or so. <laughs> <Yeah>! but, uh, <laughs> nice guy. But uh, um, yeah, for me it was uh, it. it I'd come to a screeching halt, sort of, in life, um, mm-hmm. primarily because of uh, family issues and relationship issues, and um, and in fact, I it, it was to a point where I said, uh, "There's mm-hmm. there's nothing other, nothing else that I can do than maybe do a pilgrimage," and it, it was sort of, it, it was really that this, this pilgrimage was calling me. Uh, and uh, because I just didn't see any other way out of it and uh, and in fact it was very much linked to to inner division inner division so i've, I've been I've, i'm married i have uh, have children but i've been for for quite some time i i I was living a double life i was li- living a double life and and it created uh, such a, a a terrible division that at some point i i almost thought that i could have become uh, bipolar or something, you know, living in two different separate lives. Mm. Uh, and, and how do you conciliate? How do you conciliate this? You know? And uh, and I've been I've been incredibly fortunate to have a to have a wife that is has been very supportive in, in this whole process and in this whole trip. And and maybe she saw things uh, already before that I didn't even that I didn't even see. But uh, probably but what I realized is just this division and then when you when you, and, and this camino and pilgrimage is really helping in the transformation or a metamorphosis of 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 what you are with each single step and I think with each step it helps you to really kind of re, reshape your compass needle or or or, or refine a certain um, a certain center in your life and and this is what I was hoping to 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 find
3: Man, that was awesome that you would be that open and authentic about stuff. Uh, Martin, thank you very much for that. Um, Ella Shiva, can you believe I talk this much? Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: I can't believe it. <sighs> now you know why I shut up for three months, right? Wow, that was nice.
4: I you know there is a book very very famous author in Israel. Um it's he's he's uh, dead already but
3: that's why he's famous.
4: <laughs> yeah and and he talks about this woman this woman who believes that she was given a certain amount of words by God and when she finishes talking these words she's going to die. Uh-oh. So that,
1: yeah, I mean slow down. Slow <laughs> down. Oh, man. Exactly. Serious trouble.
3: All right, um, David, what is the most concise way to explain the Camino to somebody who hasn't seen the movie?
2: (laughs) If you'd asked me this yesterday, I would have perhaps told you a different answer. What happened? This morning, um, as happens, your Camino friends or friends send you something to read, And there was a piece in the Anglican Journal this month by the fellow who's organized the Canadian Pilgrim
3: Association.
2: And he said that is the most common question he's asked. What is the Camino? What is is it? What is it? And he has the best answer I think I've come across. He said, people ask, is it a walk? Yes, it is a walk. But no, it's not really a walk. Is it a spiritual experience? Yes, it is a spiritual experience, but no, it's not totally just a spiritual. experience. And you can go through all the reasons. This that is we why I'm having a
3: hard time figuring this out. And it
2: is that, but it's <sighs> not that exactly. And it is really you—you you can't nail it. It is, but it isn't. It you—it is. That's it. You just it. Have to it's, do it. it. Yeah. You just is, and so. You know, I go back. I keep going back. Marilyn, who's sitting beside me here, came with me the first time. But she, the same question that Martin was asking, the, you know, going back. I go back. Unfortunately, she's. <laughs> she's done. She's done. Yeah. But she's quite <laughs> happy to allow the space because she knows it's important
3: yeah. to me. Um, so, you, so basically you've been absolutely zero help. Uh, with my question I'm zero help yeah
2: because I know I don't <laughs> think there is an answer if there oh, was an answer what would be the interest I mean it is what is it it is a
3: uh, for me it's something different for everybody is maybe. I'm
2: thinking yeah I mean going as I go back more and more it's more meditative it's changed mm. it, it's it's more wow. prayer like uh, for me right I l- I like to be alone all the time so I don't converse much during the day I will talk you know I'm happy at night I just like to be alone and and that's what to me it is it's a it's a month
3: five six weeks Hmm. meditation eliseva what's the camino because he sucked at answering it so it's your turn
4: (laughs) i think you know i i tend to agree with david it's so very personal you know it's it's different for everyone it's probably differs from the first time to the second time you do that so each time you can give a different answer you know, every time I'm asked, it takes me about a half an hour to explain. So.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know when you're finished yeah. explaining it, don't you, that you, you didn't, still didn't explain it. it? No.
1: Yeah.
4: If, this yeah. is what I'm
3: saying. This is really hard.
4: You really have to go there to understand what it is. That's it. That's the only answer you can give.
3: Okay, Martin, dude, help me out, please. Well, I'm in, I'm,
0: I'm in trouble now because, uh, <laughs> yes, you have to just do it. You just have to do it, and, uh, and you have to find out yourself. It's, it's very true, yeah, and I think, I think it's, very, it's very true what, yeah. we, did, uh, what we just heard. Yeah, the same person doing the Camino twice, well, it will not be the same Camino.
1: Hmm.
0: It will always be different depending on the predispositions that you have on the people that you meet, maybe some folks who don't even talk, you know. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it changes all the time. I think it's each step, actually, is a... So I said before, each step
3: to me feels like a transformation. All right, um, Tim, you wanted to... Yeah. Are you going to give me an answer?
0: No, I'm going to ask a question, Um, maybe to the four of you, then. Hearing the answer you've just given about it's different for everybody, is it dangerous to go in with an expectation?
3: Yes, I'm going to say yes to that right away. I went in, I tried to go in with hardly any expectations. There were so many books and so many people I could interview and so many websites and so many YouTube things and so many articles. Hey, I didn't have time to read all that stuff. Uh, and there weren't enough pictures. And There's not enough scratch and sniff pictures out there for me to look. Um, and pop-ups. No, I just didn't want to go with... because Yeah, I didn't want to go with somebody else's expectations laid on top of mine. Okay. Right? Yeah. So...
4: I, 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 I agree. I mean, the whole, I, I really didn't know what to expect. We went in, we were expecting a great experience and we did get it. So maybe expect something great, but I mean, nothing rather than, nothing really uh, rather than that.
3: Okay. All right. I'll believe you. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's, let's finish off with um, what now? What do you think will stick? What isn't going to stick? What? How do you feel different now? Do you? Is the change real, or have you just come gotten back to being the same old jerk you were before? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, we should probably start with Martin. Martin, <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I would have to ask my wife, I guess. But uh, um,
0: I think, um, to me, having come back now, uh, what, what I realize is that I, I'm, I'm not sure that actually on the camino i changed that much but to me it was almost like um it was like taking a picture it's like taking a picture that is not developed it's just you know you're exposing it during the camino and then when you come home you you start to be in this sort of development process of this of this image and and slowly contours start to uh, appear, you know, so it's not not digital photo- photography, but the old, you know, analog stuff yeah, for the kids and, out uh, there. Yes, exactly. And 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 to me, this is the exciting thing. Now is so, so I'm not exactly sure that I'm 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 definitely not the same than I was before. That that I know, um, I think uh, there's there's a higher degree of consciousness. I would imagine, uh, at least that's the way that I feel about it. And I'm still discovering every day, I'm discovering new contours on this image that is just slowly developing in front of myself.
3: Let's go to you, Elisheva. Are you going to be new and different, and are you more awesomer? That's a real word, by the way.
4: <laughs> I, I, I'm i not sure. I'm definitely thinking more. First of all, for sure, we're going to go back there. We. I mean, this is like now, this is the only thing we are you know, thinking about, how we can... Do get it again. Back there huh. to the to the Camino, yeah. yeah. Um, and we really want you know our loved ones to to experience that as well. So we we became like um, you know like um, um, we are promoting the Camino now. Yeah. It's not very well known here in in Israel, you know, because uh, this is it's not. Uh, I mean, people here are not most of the people here are jewish so it's not as well known as in the rest of the world right um and i mean i definitely found out about myself that um i'm much less materialistic than i thought i am Hmm. so and that's something that came up in the camino and the probably the second thing maybe it's the first uh, by importance is the uh, is 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 the friendship because it made me realize that my friendship um is probably with with sala and and is probably the most important thing sure you know that we have to cherish yeah
3: yeah because you, you two walk yeah. together the whole time and that's that's another yeah. aspect of this whole walking some people walk alone some people you know there's a, you guys walk together um and you experience yeah. it totally it would be interesting to know how your caminos would be if you walked it separately
4: i cannot imagine it doing it without her
3: <laughs> yeah what about new it's friends very strange. what about new friends did you mean any new new friends that you just want to keep in touch with for the rest of your life huh? hmm? one you? for sure thank you <laughs> Wait, is it me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made Might have there. been somebody else. Uh, <laughs> I dove in too quick on that one. Uh, um, yeah. We da-
4: met like, a f- few friends, of
3: course. Good, good, good. All right, uh, David. Final word from our our elder spokesperson. <laughs> elder spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: fessed up. I'm seventy, so um, you don't have to stop. See, you just you just keep on going. I met a woman who was 85 and was on the Camino. Was she like an electronic scooter or something? No. She didn't know she was there. She didn't know she was doing the Camino. She was South South (laughs) African, and she'd always wanted to do it. But she had to do it on her terms, so she couldn't carry a pack anymore. No. So she had Mm -hmm. a a company move her down the way, but she did it and she did i wow. mean it's it's yeah. there's no limit to
3: okay w- i'd appreciate it if you didn't share that story on my show because <laughs> i want people to think that i struggled like I, like a real rock like a mountain climber guy okay i don't want to know that everyone to know that an 85 year old just did the same trail i did
2: yeah but she, from what i understand she wouldn't have had a pack as big as yours no i had a big I had a big pack <laughs> my pack was way too big yeah
3: all right um you what's different about you what's different about me other than you're a camino junkie now.
2: <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't be, you know, you began this 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 program by introducing us as chaplains at a hospital up the road. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't be doing that job. Really? If I hadn't been on the camino, I don't th- yeah, I'm quite wow. sure. Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that <laughs> job. And that was that came out of camino experiences and yeah, and some and other things. Hmm. Um one word of advice i would say not to do yes because i did this um i have three daughters don't start the camino hungover no well i don't (laughs) (laughs) i have three daughters all of whom are married but they're very they're a sisterhood they're very close right and they worry about the old man and the old man being out there by himself on the camino terrified them so the, the the one who was the youngest and was free at that time, was Mm. 28, came – no, she was probably 26 – came and joined me about Lyon, halfway along. And I was having a very nice, meditative, peaceful Camino. And these young men who were in my kind of Camino family were nice, meditative, quiet people. And then my young daughter showed up. Uh Uh-oh. And it was partyville from that point on for them. Yeah. (laughs) And – I would be in anger all yeah, the time. Sure. I, I had to deal with anger
3: in that Camino yeah. because of. Guys <laughs> creeping on your daughter, basically, right? No, it wasn't that. No?
2: She was setting the tune. You know, they were out having a party oh, every yeah. night. Yeah. You know, Albergis close at 10, right? They come rattling at 11. So, don't take your kids with you. No. Don't arrange to have Bah-ha-ha. your kids
3: meet you. No. Can I get an amen, Elisheva? Elisheva? Um, Are you there? Do they I'm say not amen? Sure. I'm sure. Uh, do you say amen in, in Israel? No. Of um, course. I'm kidding. Salah. No, but you've got some. Yeah, how many kids do you have?
4: I have two daughters.
3: Would you, want, would you want them to be on the camino with you?
4: Uh, I cannot have one straight answer. One I would definitely go with. <laughs> the that other one for not, sure so not so much.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I hope that one hears this interview. Um, <laughs> Martin, how about you? Would you take kids? I'm not sure, actually. Uh, I, I
0: think this uh, is a is a personal thing. I would uh, I would tend to agree with David. I think uh, I would like them to experience it, but maybe uh, uh, I would insist that they experience
3: it also by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've thought that as well. Well, listen, you know, the, the three of us could rattle on a lot longer, but it's radio and we've got to move on. Um, let me just finish by, by saying genuinely, uh, as genuinely as I can, the three of you, it was a real, you know, I know I'm supposed to say this because I'm a radio host, but it was a, just a treat to have all three of you on this segment <laughs> because I've had some of the best conversations I've ever had in my life with the three of you. Uh, two of you, I spoke uh, via typing on a phone, um, so I want to apologize to Elsheva and, and Martin for the shock that you've just received by me talking so much now.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was it was a lot nicer when I when I was silent, wasn't it, Martin?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You asked for authenticity, right? So, uh yep.
3: yeah. <laughs> yep. Martin and I will continue to have great conversations about ego. Uh that was yes. that was a central a component of our conversation and um Sheva, please give your very good friend Sarah a big hug from me, please.
1: We'll do and for sure. And
3: I miss you guys and uh Thank you for joining us uh, on the show today. Say goodbye to David, because he's 70. Who knows how long he'll be around. So g- say goodbye now. <laughs> really nice to meet you both. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just ignore him, shall we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Martin Elisheva, thank you so much, both of you. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, we'll thank talk soon. We'll talk, soon. we'll talk thank soon. Thank you for kind bye. of, Yeah, bye-bye. For
1: sure.
3: Take bye. care, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, man, that was too fun. Too fun. It was like... Hanging out with old friends, you know. And just met those guys. Really, a little less conversation. That's what we're going out with. Thanks, buddy. All right, a short break on our show, and when we come back, it's part two of uh, Camino Confessions, Pilgrims Party Line, part two with the kids. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk to someone from Ireland, talk to someone from Switzerland, and someone from Spain. Short break.
2: Find a little more spark Close your mouth and open up your heart And it will satisfy
1: me Higher Ground Cafe In
2: beautiful Bell Fountain Come for the coffee
1: Stay for the nature